The word of the Lord from Luke 15, 1-10. <clears throat> Now all the tax collectors and sinners were coming near to listen to him, and the Pharisees and the scribes were grumbling and saying, This fellow welcomes sinners and eats with them. So he told them this parable, Which one of you, having a hundred sheep and losing one of them, does not leave the ninety-nine in the wilderness and go after the one that is lost until he finds it? When he has found it, he lays it on his shoulders and rejoices, and when he comes home, he calls together his friends and neighbors, saying to them, Rejoice with me, for I have found my sheep that was lost." Just so, I tell you, there will be more joy in heaven over one sinner who repents than over 99 righteous people who need no repentance. Or what woman, having ten silver coins, if she loses one of them, does not light a lamp, sweep the house, and search carefully until she finds it? When she has found it, she calls together her friends and neighbors, saying, Rejoice with me, for I have found the coin that I had lost. <clears throat> Just so I tell you, there is joy in the presence of the angels of God over one sinner who repents. This is the word of the Lord. <clears throat> When I read this passage, I could imagine a sheep wandering all alone in darkness, in fear and trembling. How scary it must have been. There were a lot of wild animals around in the darkness. And how lonely uh, it must have felt. When I was young, I was once lost in Changgyeong Palace. Uh, you know, Changgyeong Palace in Korea, very, very crowded place. It was a scary experience. I was chasing after a balloon, and after about <laughs> 10 minutes, I looked around. There was no mom around. And I can't remember exactly, but the emotion, that scary emotion, was still very vivid uh, to me. It is the best feeling to be in 99. We feel safe, warm. And comfortable. We don't feel alone. There is a group that I can belong to. It is a good feeling to have people around us whom we can depend on, talk to, and get advice from. Sense of belonging. It is very important that I belong to somewhere. When I was uh, when I went to Yale uh, last weekend, uh, when I first got there, I was the only Canadian. They were all Americans, and I looked around. I was the only Asian. <laughs> oh my goodness! <laughs> uh, I was sitting there, kind of. Uh, but soon they made me feel so comfortable. Uh, so I had great time uh, with them. Uh, two evenings went out, and then about uh, 13 of us so went out just for dinner. Uh, they found a good place, and, went, and then one guy just paid for everyone. So I told them, that's only what Koreans do. You guys don't do it. And they paid for it. It was a really wonderful experience I had. Being alone is hard. <clears throat> Some kids 
who are alienated in school experience serious pain. Some of them even commit a suicide. But it's not just children uh, that seeks, seek acceptance, but it is also important for all of us, for adults, to have a sense of belong, belonging. We don't want to feel not belonging, not wanted. We want to be recognized, respected, and loved. Mother Teresa said this, <clears throat> loneliness and the feeling of being unwanted is the most terrible poverty. I think it's a pretty profound statement. We should never make other people feel uh, this way. But there are a lot of people around me and in the world who live with this loneliness and the feeling of being unwanted. They live day by day in isolation. When I go to nursing home, uh, when I see them, I feel terrible loneliness uh, in them. And loneliness is a universal uh, experience in our fragmented uh, world. When we are also in deep pain, we feel loneliness. We feel that we are all alone. When people have a serious illness, uh, that's what they say. Uh, while they're waiting, they, they don't just have fear for the unknown future, but they also feel terrible loneliness, feeling that now nobody can help me. I'm all alone to fight this. When Jesus was on the cross, he said, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? He didn't say that God had, God had abandoned them. That's not what he was saying. He was expressing his deep pain, the pain of being disconnected and totally abandoned from everything, including God. That is a pain that we read. When we are in deep pain, we feel lonely, especially when we feel that we are alienated and feel worthless and feel that nobody understands us. We experience pain in loneliness. The lost sheep represents the people who lost not just their way, but everything. Confidence, self-respect, and self-worth. And these people feel lonely, not just not simply because they're alone physically, but deep inside, they feel that I'm not wanted. Deep inside, they feel that I'm worthless. Nobody wants me. Nobody understands me. I'm all alone in this giant universe. What is the solution? I don't think the solution is not just trying so hard to be a part of 99. 
I don't think that is a solution. It is not good to try to be a part of 99 simply because it is more comfortable. We may feel lonelier. Sometimes we can lose ourselves in the crowd. When you look at uh, the story uh, in the Bible, for example, Job, he lost everything. He lost his honor, dignity, respect, everything. He lost his health. He lost his children. He lost his wealth. Everything was gone. But more than anything else, he felt terribly lonely, losing everything. He was all alone. Job's friends came to comfort Job, but they made Job feel lonelier. Job needed his friends, but he could not just join his friends, agreeing with them superficially, just to be part of them, just to be one of them. He couldn't do that. He had to find himself. He had to find his own way. That was why Job argued so much with them. Not because Job was argumentative, but he had to find himself. He could not just be part of them, agreeing what they were saying, Samaritan woman <clears throat> was like the lost sheep. She felt <clears throat> alienated from people. In reaction, she made herself isolated. You don't want to see me? I don't have to see you. I can live by myself. So she was living in isolation. She could not just go back to people and join them. Even if she went back by being just like them, completely ignoring her own needs, she would not have lived a happy life. But when she found herself through Jesus, she was able to go back to them. Actually, when she found herself, the first thing she did was to go back to the people. When we feel lonely, our answer is neither just to look for a group to join, nor to live alone in loneliness. I only see these two kinds. They feel lonely, so they look for friends. Friends not to share deep stuff. Friends to forget about your loneliness. Friends to just have fun. That's not friend. That's not friendship. If you just have friends because you wanted to avoid your loneliness, 
You're just using them. When we feel, but there are also some people who cannot even find friends. So they just give up everything. They just live alone. But I believe that when we feel lonely, I think that is the best time to meet God in a meaningful way. We can never meet God unless we are alone. To have a meaningful encounter with God, we need to be alone. When we are alone, sometimes we can see things more clearly. When we are with people, we, we don't see it. But when we are totally alone, we can see life much more clearly. More, oft, more often than not, when we are alone, we have a higher chance to be able to meet God in a meaningful way. We just finished the study of Jonah. When he was on, on the boat with other people, even though he faced storm, he could not really see things clearly. He could not even see himself. He could not find himself. He could not find God. But when he was thrown into the ocean, when he was all totally alone at the bottom of the ocean, in the belly of the fish, when he was alone, he met God in a radically new way. When Jacob left home and slept in the wilderness alone, and when Jacob let his family across uh, the Joppa River first, and when he was alone at night. That was when he met God meaningfully and became a, he found his identity, Israel. He found himself, he found God. Moses, Samaritan woman, and Paul, they were all like that. When they were alone, they met God. That's why Jesus often had a time to be alone. He was always surrounded by people, but he had to move away from them. He went and wanted to be alone. Being, being lonely is not what you experience all the time. But when you experience that, use that opportunity to meet God instead of quickly finding friends. Use that opportunity just to sit before God. Jesus told us today in, in the scripture, the shepherd will never leave us alone when we feel lonely. The shepherd comes to look for us. Whether it was because of our mistakes, stupidity, or the situation, or people made us isolated, it doesn't really matter. God does not look for a justifiable good reason to 
come to us. There's no such thing as, oh, I'm lonely because people make me lonely. But sometimes we feel lonely because of your sin. Because of your mistake. When you're at the bottom of your life, you feel lonely. Doesn't matter why. What is important to God is that the fact that you are lonely. Then God comes to us. To go one step further, don't just wait until you feel lonely. We should practice to be alone, even to be lonely. Sometimes don't even turn on TV. Don't turn on the radio. Don't distract yourself. Just sit, even if you feel lonely. Sometimes we need that. It is comfortable to be in the crowd. But if we are in the crowd all the time, we cannot meet God. Jesus said implicitly in today's scripture, 99 righteous people who need no repentance. Very interesting expression. 99 righteous people who need no repentance. Who doesn't need repentance? We all need repentance. In other words, the crowd who doesn't know themselves. That's what Jesus is talking about. The 99 who needs no repentance is the crowd or the mob that doesn't know themselves. Sometimes when we are in the crowd, we lose ourselves. We don't know ourselves. I experienced that a lot when I used to be a youth pastor for the teenagers. These teenagers, individually I meet them, they're human beings. But when you gather them together, they're animal, it's beast. Where did they come from? They lose their personal identity and just become a mob. Sometimes we are like that. When we are alone, we find ourselves. But when we are in the crowd, sometimes we lose ourselves. We don't even know who we are. In the 99 who need no repentance, we cannot truly find God. We can find God in the one who is lost. Because God will leave the many to look for the one who is lost. We sometimes live our lives totally losing ourselves in the crowd. We do not know who we are. We do not know what we want. We do not know what God wants from us. This little sign you see that you can be lonely, you always look for people. Look for something to do to distract yourself because you're so scared of being lonely. But let us be courageous. We need to leave the crowd and be all alone.
We need to find what is really important to us, what we live for, who is God to us. Our loneliness, sometimes is the best place to do that. So being lonely is not necessarily all bad. I share that with uh, our uh, women's Bible study group. <clears throat> I once had a silent retreat. I really look forward to it. Silent retreat. You know, this uh, center, uh, they do this silent retreat. You, there is nothing uh, that you do. You just go being silent. You go there, nobody talks. When you eat lunch, nobody talks to you. We just say, but you don't say hi. With your eyes, you just say hi. You eat your stuff and go back to your room. First day was great. Oh my goodness, I had so much time. So I booked, I got this, this many books on started reading. I enjoyed it thoroughly. The next day, was, so what do I do now? <laughs> I'm all by myself. I can't talk to anybody. And uh, I, was, I feel a little uneasy. And third day came, I started missing shopping center. Oh my goodness, I need people. I need to see people. I need crowd. I need uh, hustles and bustles around me. I felt totally lonely. And the next day came, all the darkness started coming up. And I asked myself, who are you? Who are you? Sometimes loneliness can bring miracle to us. It could totally awaken you. Uh, Second Secretary General of UN, uh, Dag Hammarskjöld, he got Nobel Prize and he was very uh, good uh, diplomat. And he said this: "Pray that your loneliness." may spur you into finding something to live for, great enough to die for. I think, I think it's a pretty profound statement. When I went to Yale, I just left a crowd one day, uh, not a, a few hours, and just walked around Yale campus, and I was just myself. It was so good. And then I was thinking about what is that something that I live for? And what is that something that I die for? After all, I attended the seminar. The title was Life Worth Living. So I wanted to think about that. When people who have meaningful time with God and with themselves in their aloneness, when these people gather together to make up 99, that 99 will not be the 99 who do not need repentance. That 99 will be the spiritual community. People who gather together just because they are lonely do not make a spiritual community. They will just use the community. I just need that group. 
the spiritual community will never be built by them. You know, two lonely people can can make each other lonelier. Just because you're lonely to meet people, you can make yourselves lonelier. Let us have time alone with God and come back and reach out those who are alone around us. In that way, we build a spiritual community. Let us defeat together the loneliness that is predominant in the modern technocratic society. We human beings become isolated in this technocratic society. Let us defeat. I don't want to do this. It looks like Trump. <laughs> what I do? We have to defeat the loneliness. This society makes human beings so lonely and Together, by building spiritual community, we can build, we can fight the loneliness. Let us sing together.